0: Hi, I'm Chris Damaris, and I'm Aaron Marquis, and you're listening to Bite. Bite. Yum.
1: Hey everyone, this is Eamon Anderson, uh, your host for the gaming mod today, Ooh. and you might as well get used to it because this is what's next semester is going to be like.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, yep.
1: So uh, I guess we're just going to jump right into it. We've got uh, Aiden Hall with me Hello. today, as always. We got some EA Sports. It's in the game here. Yeah, it's true. It's true. EA Sports is here myself. Uh Matt decided to take the day off because he's a slacker he but, has to work like a yeah. chump <laughs> exactly and yeah, shout
0: yeah. out to spencer for not answering our skype call yeah exactly i'll be uh, sharing this one so that you know about it spencer
1: uh, you, we're calling you out now we're, we're heartbroken um now i will say uh we are, i think we're hoping to get spencer on maybe for the next uh, Absolutely. week or two uh kind of as a nice reunion a, a good send-off uh before we go into almost a completely fresh team next semester it'll be an adventure um yeah i, I i'm gonna have to train the new guys or there something, you go uh get them talking they'll,
0: they'll lack our je ne sais quoi our, exactly. our chemistry
1: yeah exactly it'll it'll be all new it's like the new avengers or something there you go I and guess. you'll be the old I, steve rogers I, exactly <laughs> right i, new I will team. be captain america and uh, i'll need to find my falcon and uh, yeah it'll be rough but we go. can do it um so yeah, I guess first of all, uh, the biggest news that uh, that interested me anyway, uh, we had GameStop announced Game Trust. It's going to be their uh, publishing arm. Okay, um, yeah, I did hear a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, yes. Uh, so they they kind of started uh, talking about this earlier this year when they announced a partnership with Insomniac Games. Uh, th- that's the creators of Ratchet and Clank and Spyro the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also doing Song of the Deep. Song of the Deep was the partnership, yeah. yes. that uh, This would be the first game that GameStop was going to publish uh, and kind of see how it went from there. Now, the Game Trust is a fully developed wing of GameStop that is going to be devoted to publishing indie games, uh, such as Song of the Deep being their first one with Insomniac. But they've also said that they have partnerships with Ready at Dawn Studios, previously working on the God of War games for the PSP, uh, as well as, I believe, what was that? Daxter? I think the Daxter. Yeah, I think spin-off. they did Daxter. Yeah. Um, among other things, they did the Okami Wii game port. Oh, um, they tried. That was one of their first few things. Uh, yeah. That was actually for like it's a, a so full console. so weird that like the Wii port of a game that makes you use a brush right. is
0: worse than the one with the DualShock controller. It's a little
1: clumsy. A little clumsy times. A little? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... But And th- the most recently, they were responsible for The Order 1886, which, despite being a short game, was a fun game. And did, a pretty game. Right. And it did definitely have that kind of indie feel to it that it was Absolutely. Sh- a little shorter and everything. Um, so hopefully we see something cool out of them. I doubt it'll be an Order uh, sequel, even though no. I would love to see that, uh, just because I believe The Order is held uh, as an IP by Sony, more than likely. I think it is, um, yeah. Usually that's how that goes. Uh, but they also announced a partnership with Frozen Bite, the g- uh, developers behind the Trine series. Um, I've never heard of Trine. It's, a, it's one of the more popular indie games around. Okay. I know it's on the uh, – I know it's on PS4 and PC. I'm not sure about Xbox. I'm probably, probably not. Ser- uh, well, I don't know. I, I feel like it is, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I got it for free at one point. Oh, okay. I, I haven't played it, but I have it. Um, so the Trine series is fairly popular there. And then we have uh, Tequila Works. Which they are the guys who um, did they, they do did... Guaca Melee? I don't think so, because yeah. I, 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 I haven't seen them credited on any of the uh, stories about it, and I feel like that would be that sounds like <laughs> well, one that, that they would, they would be attached there, to, you know. Um, no, that rhyme is the one that they're talking about, and rhyme is actually unreleased at the moment. It's um, it, it's the one I believe it's like the scuba gear. Kind of thing, like it's like a scuba diver adventure. Okay, yeah, thing. yeah. I remember seeing like I a little video about if it. If I remember, there's like a like a cove kind of area for it. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure because well, it it's is not un- out it yet. It is unreleased, and yeah, it's still in prototyping phasing. But the thing with rhyme is that it's been shopped around all over the place. So it, at one point, it was going to be a Sony exclusive. Uh, they had talked to other companies and uh, as well. Uh, Sony ended up saying that they weren't going to be able to do it. But like we mentioned with uh, The Order, they still rep- retained the IP rights to it, uh, which Tequila Works has actually reacquired from Sony. Okay. Um, now, we don't know if the partnership with GameStop or with Game Trust is about Rime. Uh, it seems kind of likely at this point, because that uh, they just reacquired those rights a little while ago, and they're without a publisher for it, um, for a game that, that we've already seen trailers and stuff for, so... I would think that would be something that they're doing, but uh, they haven't said anything about what the games with these companies are going to be as of yet. Um, but, you know, it, it could be anything. I, I'm excited particularly for the Ready at Dawn studios because uh, their God of War games are great. Uh, the Order was still a lot of fun despite it being short. Uh, I'm not as familiar with Frozen Bite or Tequila Works. Obviously, Insomniac, I feel like, is their kind of heavy hitter here. It is. It's obviously yeah. the one that
0: that's probably going to bring in the most...
1: Right, that's the big name here. Um, But the entire idea behind Game Trust is to get indie developers like these to uh, publish their games as both uh, physical releases. I believe there's still going to be digital releases for these. Um, But there will be printed discs available exclusively at GameStop. So basically all GameStop is doing is uh, getting them to print their games on discs and offering them the retail space to do it. Uh, so it's really in the interest of the developer, for the to most do it. part. At the very least, that's uh, that's how GameStop is portraying it. Uh, I obviously, it helps GameStop because you can trade physical copies, yeah. helps their pre-owned business and everything. But they are scratching the indies back as well. Uh, the other thing is for a lot of these indie developers, finding a publisher, you usually have to give up some amount of creative, creative freedom. freedom. Exactly, whether it's you know signing away your IP to That or any IP that you develop during the course of your partnership, all on Microsoft, exactly. Uh, Microsoft, Sony, Activision, all of the big companies Mm -hmm. do that. Um, It's pretty standard practice, but uh, so you have to give up some sort of freedom there. Or even if it's like, you know, I don't think this is going to sell very much. Can you put this in here so that we can get it uh, a little more in line with what sells? Um, now, GameStop has said that they are not involved at all in the creative process, that they, they retain complete creative freedom. They still own their own IPs. It's not something that GameStop can say, well, you know, if you're not going to partner with us, uh, you can't make that game anymore. It's something I mean, it's that just they, not there. Right. So if GameTrust goes under or anything, uh, it's not going to be that the IPs are sold off or anything. They'll just have to find a new publisher or an, something like and that. And they might not have a physical copy. Yeah, that, it might not do a physical copy, but a lot of indie developers don't do that anyway. No, they it's just go it. through
0: Steam, mm-hmm. like everyone else.
1: So, it, it's definitely de- uh scratch-my-back-I'll-scratch-yours kind of situation. Um, but you do run into a little bit of that uh, conglomerate kind of feel with GameStop at this point. Because they do own a lot of little pieces. They have uh, Congregate, Game, <laughs> yep. uh, which offers both mobile and on uh, browser-oriented Flash games. games. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Game Informer is part of. See, that Game was Fox. the one
0: I was kind of curious about mm-hmm. is, you know, Game Informer is a journalism publication. Right. At the end of the day, it is. Would they be promoting Game Trust stuff? And, like, I yeah. don't know. It feels like it could be very sketchy yeah. down the line. I
1: mean, it, it it's definitely something uh, to watch out for. I mean, I, I think it's something that um, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. It could happen. We're in that. Sort of danger, um, I think. I mean, ga- it's game like, Informer will have exclusive release, probably information.
0: But it's like, um, like if I picked up a copy of Nintendo Power, right. I would expect them to be talking about, oh, check sure. out this new Nintendo game. This great They'll Nintendo game Fox, is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They'll probably be the only ones telling me to play Star Fox. Um, but with this, Game Informer has a long history of being the publication that talks about all the games, and right. at least from a business standpoint. I could see
1: GameStop going,
0: well, let's just throw a little bit more GameTrust in there. Throw some more more indie games in there. Yeah, throw in some some of these ones
1: that we're publishing and stuff. I I think that I would not be surprised if that happened on some scale. I don't think it's going to be on a huge scale. No, I'm just
0: saying don't make Um, them like the editor's picks or Game of the Month unless they're actually the
1: Game of the Month. Right. Now, I I have a feeling that for July anyway when – uh, we have Song of the Deep coming out. Mm-hmm. I have a strong feeling that that could easily be the game of the month. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. Honestly, um, I
0: would be fine with it even being the cover because yeah, it's, it's their yeah. flagship game coming
1: out oh, of GameStop. Oh, yeah, Style. and I, I'm sure they'll put all sorts of covers and stuff oh, in yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there's
0: nothing else coming out in July. It's a dead month.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, what, oh, gosh, what, Technomancer, I think, might have gotten a uh, release date for either July or August. I yeah, something remember. like that. That's about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, it. It's a pretty dry summer. Uh, well, it's because we like got E three
0: in June, and then
1: right, yeah, we, it's pre order season. Yeah, uh-huh. that's really all yeah. it is. <laughs> it's it's pre order season. It's your time Let's to build up your money for the pre orders. Mm-hmm. Get safe up. Get ready for the VR headsets release and everything. Um, <laughs>
0: have you seen the PlayStation? They're just digging into like PlayStation VR now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean they they have to. I mean it, it's a huge investment for them.
0: It is, mm-hmm. and it's just like well, you know. You, we wanted a game. We didn't want this whole new <laughs> VR experience. I'm like, okay, I guess. Right. Sure.
1: Yeah. I, it's, I don't know. Uh, the, we, we've talked about VR a lot. We have. This show already. So I don't particularly want to get into that. No, today, no, no. It was it, just like, I noticed it, over the It's going to happen anyway, because, uh, I, I'm going to lead into this stuff about Insomniac and there's a lot of VR stuff there too. Oh yeah. They just had <sighs> two
0: new games, uh, released or revealed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but on the note of uh, it being a conglomerate, too, just that it, it owns now the publishing, um, the retail space for it, uh, advertising space for it. They, uh, they also have game, game Informer, obviously, and all that stuff, too. So they, they are quickly becoming a little bit of everything.
0: Now I have a very stupid question. And but, too, I suppose. but yeah. you, as a GameStop employee, I might sure be able am. to answer. And that is something we should note. You do work at
1: GameStop. Mm-hmm, I do. That way, all the cards I, are on the table. I was about to say, as far as truth, <laughs> and, and whatnot goes. <laughs> yes, I am a GameStop employee. Yes, I do think this is going to be a good idea. But I would hope that You're not I would think as that a GameStop anyway. employee, right. No, I'm not, not here in the capacity as a GameStop employee. No, you're, yeah, here is EA, be, you're here as EA. You're here as Eamon. Exactly, EA Games himself.
0: But speaking of EA, uh huh, EB Games. Does EB Game? Ga- GameStop owns the American EB Games? But do they
1: still? The, 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 that's their international name. Oh, uh, yeah. So, okay. uh, so in some markets, uh, Canada, Australia. It's still EB Games. UK, yeah. It's EB Games. Now, that's not to say you won't see a GameStop in those places, because you will occasionally. Right. But it is all under the same umbrella. Oh, okay. Um, I think there might be a few EB Games that are independently owned. Similarly uh-huh. to uh, Cricket Wireless is also under the GameStop. Is it now? Uh, It has been for a little bit. Okay. Um, But there are still independently owned Cricket Wirelesses, Like at Walmarts well. and stuff like that? Right. Yeah, so yeah, there is definitely um, – I guess that's, that's more stuff to talk about. The yeah. <laughs> they, they have all these – they just acquired ThinkGeek. So they have, uh, oh, yeah, they uh, do they have, have collectible both production and distribution in that way. Um, and so, uh, they, I mean, they are getting big They're, as far as that goes. And I they, remember they, when <laughs> they were
0: just a game store.
1: <laughs> right? You just went in there and got an N64 cartridge, and that's all you wanted. I
0: remember um, when I could sell my DVDs to them. Right? That was yeah, – it, It's was weird wild. that they got rid of that.
1: My but manager always talked about how he had people come in and uh, trade uh, trade their anime DVD collections and stuff. He's like the things I would see. Oh and that, no! Like, you you would take it and trade, and then uh, one of your employees that uh, really really into anime because there's a lot of GameStop employees that are really into anime. What? You know that right? like video games, like crazy. anime nerds, um, crazy. <laughs> uh, they they'd be like, "Wow, we're allowed to take this? Wow, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> this uh it's pretty adult, um, <laughs> <laughs> so you get funny stuff like that sometimes. Um, <sighs> but yeah. what I would give yeah. to
0: be like this age back then, just to oh, live man. those moments. Yeah,
1: right. It's like whew, whew, the things the things you see. Steam. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, I don't think GameStop. It, I don't think it's a huge problem for them because I think it's more less about being a conglomerate, more about diversifying.
0: I think they found a good balance.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I think they they've been scared. Uh, mm-hmm. Rightfully so, that um, digital is going to take over. Uh, we but they've embraced mo- digital. Move towards that. Yep, yeah, and they they are trying uh, various ways to embrace digital. You can um, sell uh, or GameStop sells uh, digital games. Um, there's no trade plans or anything like that. No. They have talked about trying to figure out a way to do that where you could sell your license, um, but there is still isn't a feasible way to do that just yet. Well, and they also have digital Game mm-hmm. Informer. Yeah, they have moved into digital Game Informer now. Save a few trees, that yeah. sort of thing. Even um, though I still like my physical copy, and oh, I, still I do order too. It. Yeah, the cover art and stuff—it's like, just it's so something good. you want. It's so good, you know. I just have stacks of games.
0: Like, <laughs> I get an email everywhere. every month. It's like, here's your digital Game Informer. Wow, that's great. I'll call mom to send me my magazine. Uh, right, that's the way to go. Um I've got probably eight years probably more than that of just GameStops oh, in my God. room
1: just lined up. Yeah, little I, I little. think I have almost all of the game informer since like 2011. The <laughs> <laughs> the first one that I got I think was it was a double issue of I uh, it was infamous 2 on oh, the Oh, I remember that. it had like and three ha- different covers. Yeah, it had like um it had like an advertisement cover thing mm-hmm. on the front of it for like Red Dead. Yep. It was Red Dead.
0: Yeah. That, that was really weird, but um Oh, speaking of, know, did uh, you see the uh supposed leaks for Red Dead Redemption 2 the map yeah yeah Yeah, I
1: did that's uh, that's still nothing confirmed right? no nothing's confirmed okay because everyone's like dude Red Dead's happening this year at E3 it's gonna happen which I mean people have been saying that about like San Andreas 2 it's It's happening happening. it's coming out it's coming and it just never does. It's um, just
0: always so cool to see like all these different leaks are coming out right before E3. Yeah, and you're it's like, every year. Well, <laughs> what a year. One of these is going to be right. You're right. The it's NX was already wrong.
1: It's like Magic's
0: uh, spoiler season. Oh, like, oh, of yeah.
1: Two months before the next expansion or whatever. Every time. Um, <laughs> is it real? Is it not? I don't Here's know. Here's this
0: 2020 with Indestructible. That doesn't seem real. It's real. People,
1: oh. People love the Rockstar rumors, though. Yeah, they I do. I mean, I don't know what it is about that company specifically that Honestly, gets people Honestly, I think it's, and this is it. the
0: funniest thing, the people that I see that play Rockstar mm-hmm. games, like, their minds were blown, like, No Man's Sky, what is this game coming out? And this was literally, like, three days ago. Really? Like, they just found out about No Man's Sky.
1: Well, I mean, No Man's is not Rockstar, though.
0: No, but what I'm saying is, like, wow. these people don't. Religiously follow video game sure. news. They They're stick like... to their blops. They stick to their rock, their, you know, I, Grand I, Theft Auto. I play Auto. two
1: things. I play Grand Theft Auto and I play Call of Duty.
0: And, but that's, that's a, those are people. <laughs> no, I do. I sell games to them. Exactly. I, I'm aware. And of I who think they that's, are. I think we're on our, I almost want to say our ivory tower because yeah. we have this, like, knowledge of all these different games and all mm-hmm. this information coming out. And we can tell, like, okay, this is obviously fake. Mm-hmm. But the standard video game consumer, there was a time. Where you and I probably believe the mew you know legend of, oh it's, it's under happen. the truck, it's under the truck, you know you gotta look, and it's it's almost refreshing to see people like super excited for like no man's sky oh, yeah. three days ago rather than two years ago when we got it at spike
1: v g a awards, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no man's sky's been uh yeah it's been a while since uh, we heard about that for the first time um I will say the uh, <laughs> Mafia Three is preparing for its release. Like this week marked its beginning of its just ad train. Like there was nothing for it, and then Monday just pff, ads everywhere for everywhere
0: Matthew. for no good reason.
1: Oh but
0: and that train's already off the tracks,
1: right? No one asked for Mafia Two. But re- what really gets me is that, uh, you know we have all these Rockstar rumors. We have them before E three every single year. Um, I saw a still from Mafia 3, and I almost had a heart attack because I thought it was L.A. Noire 2. <laughs> it looks so much like, like L.A. Noire. I was like, no, I can't handle another L.A. Noire. Um, I don't need more of that. That's <sighs> One was enough. More, uh, just sliding down stairs, finding clues by rubbing up against everything. That's how that room. works. Doubt. Doubt. <laughs> um, <but laughs> Always cast doubt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trust no one. Yeah, it's... But at that game uh, anyway <laughs> but uh, mafia
0: 3 is
1: yeah it like comes out in like what a week two weeks yeah it's a week or two um it'll be quiet like mafia 2 was i'm sure um just fizzle out yeah well there'll be a few people that swear by the game and say it's the best game of all time and we'll never hear about it again but there'll uh, be people that swear that about every game. oh yeah definitely every time every time every time um but as, as far as yeah i mean you're talking about ivory towers and stuff. um one of the things I've always I, I've enjoyed about working at GameStop is just seeing how many different types of gamers there absolutely are and stuff. I, I it's uh, it, it's really interesting because you know not I when when I get games I, I get an attachment to them mm-hmm. in a way of like I'm a collector. I will literally keep everything. If I've I seen your a, collection. If it's if healthy. a a sixty dollar game and I hate it. I keep it. Like I I'm like this is a a sour spot on my <laughs> collection. But you but keep it as I like a reminder. Care. Yeah, it's like I keep it there as a warning <laughs> for myself. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't pre-order that game because who knows, it could be like another Star Wars, The Force Unleashed 2. Maybe I shouldn't get the Wait, You didn't like The Force Unleashed 2? I had my problems. <laughs> uh, but uh, It was a bad game and it should feel bad. Particularly it's like don't get the special edition of one that you're not completely sure about, you know? Did like you get the special edition of I the did. Force i'm so I'm sorry did, with the steel it had the steel book and it had a uh a star killer flash drive no there wasn't a season pass oh that's there. right that was yeah that was they a had while a, ago had a flash drive and a steel book um and maybe some codes for the skins or something okay. i don't know but, no no good skins right i mean it was it was something and i i enjoyed that game for what it was kind of but uh, whatever it was a hack and slash yeah um the, the first one's where it's at just stick with the such a uh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> right? I go b- I go back and play it all the time. That's I don't clever. blame you. Um, But anyway. Just seeing uh, all the different
0: types of gamers.
1: Right. D- different types of gamers. And I mean, th- there are lots of people that don't form those sorts of attachments to no. games, really. And that that they will more or less keep a rotating shelf of like five games. Like they're, they're like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of room and I don't really care all that much. So I'll keep like five to, five to ten games. Ish and I'll, I'll I'll play some of those sometimes and then when I get tired of one or a new one comes out and I want it I'll trade in one of them and get, do that and I'm like how do you have a game collection that <laughs> small I don't know how do you even do that but you well, don't I mean, have the
0: options then there's like the achievement seekers that'll buy a game Definitely. and then turn it around
1: oh yeah I, I I get achievement seekers all the time um, both people who want uh, easy achievements there's Avatar those. of the Burning Earth mm-hmm. and then there are other people uh, I've had customers that are on a mission to platinum every single ps3 game i've wow. had customers and i'm like that is a worthy goal that is intense um, i don't think you're gonna get it i don't well, think you look. can get it because i know there's some that like there's have glitches multiplayer stuff well yeah there's multiplayer stuff but then there's glitches like dragon age origins mm-hmm. i have every trophy in that game except for like one and it glitches to where like you're supposed to kill like a thousand dark spawn or whatever over right. the course of a game Um, but instead of counting all of the dark spawn that your entire party kills, it has to be your player character. Oh. So they messed that up. They messed up where the counter, what the counter was keeping track of. So it's like impossible to do. Even on the hardest difficulty, it's like, there's just not that many. Like, (laughs) you can't do that. Um, it's something else, but, uh. But they're going to try. Yeah. And so it's always interesting to me to think about, uh, you know, there, there's just so many different types, whether it's, um. Obviously, uh, diverse as far as culturally and everything, um, and you know, males, females, uh, ethnicity, even, all of it. You get overlaps. Like there right. are male sure. gamers that are the same as female sure. gamers. Sure, I, I I don't think there's nearly as much of a difference as some people would have you believe either between those. But at the same time, too, you just have very different attitudes. Right? Yeah, like I I take gaming fairly seriously as far as that goes, and I take um. Developers fairly seriously. I want to buy a game new if I can because I want to support a developer that I like. I'm going to buy Dishonored 2 when it comes out because Arcane Studios is excellent. And you support them. Right. Um, for some people, that doesn't matter quite as much. They don't think about that. Uh, they're. Um Complaints about uh, pricing and stuff. Mm-hmm. They aren't particularly considering just how many people and how much time goes into a lot of particularly these AAA games. And
0: they don't really even care about the studios. Sure,
1: uh, not, not that that's bad. They just don't have that awareness. No, and that's not everyone needs that awareness. And I get that. Not everyone is going to go to a movie and be like, you know, Twentieth Century Fox what are they doing <laughs> like what's going on but, i mean that? even
0: that like a lot of people had no idea sony owned spider-man they were wondering where he was in these sure. new marvel movies sure
1: yeah and I, I think that uh is an excellent way to look at it too where you have these marvel movies that are across multiple studios and there's it's hard for some people to grasp that yeah that de- deadpool is not existing in the same universe as civil war or the avengers and that that's actually just tied in with uh x-men and potentially fantastic four uh, It's we get that um but, yeah the, it's just uh the studio awareness and stuff and that's not something that i expect everyone to have obviously no. uh, but it's also something that i try to bring to the table as an employee i try and to help people explain that well, and I mean, that's I,
0: why i'm there when i was a kid i would always mm-hmm. go to the gamestop employees and learn more information about sure. it because you guys are almost forced to do that and now that i work yeah. in game journalism you know you and i'll sit at that you know pod and we'll talk about all this wonderful all news time. that's coming out all every single
1: day occasionally shoot a facebook message exactly and stuff when we're not in the same room and it's uh, yeah
0: but and it's just mind-boggling again the ivory tower idea that there are people that don't do that there are people that don't go to those websites that don't look right. up this information and
1: that's fine you do not have to be no absolutely completely not. obsessed with games you can completely just have them as a hobby you can look at a cover and be like you know that i'll looks try it neat um and that's why i like these uh, that's why i still like brick and mortar stores like gamestop or yeah. e- even uh, little independent places that so we have uh, game time and uh or not game time but uh, game, exchange. game exchange and the exchange and disc replay and uh, all those locally here everyone else has different mom and pop styles but um i i love going into places like that because you don't quite get the insight that you can other places well, like if you're on amazon picking up stuff or if you're on gamestop.com even um, you can look at reviews yeah. and stuff obviously but those aren't necessarily informed opinions they, these the, those are those various types of gamers that could be somebody who has no idea about game design and you might be completely interested in game design um, it could be somebody who wants puzzle games but they went into spec ops the line and hated it yeah like <laughs> of course you did um <laughs> you're human <laughs> right and uh, th- so that, there's just so much and uh, so many people look for different things in games uh, and it's really cool to see that and I think that Game Trust to link this back to what mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, to, uh, Game Trust and the diversification of GameStop um, I, I would like to believe that that helps maintain that position of the brick and mortar store um, even if uh, you know that's only GameStop uh, uh, GameStop specifically um I would like to believe that that uh, that keeps it going.
0: Yeah, because GameStop really doesn't have too terrible much competition. No, in brick and mortar.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, their their competition either on one side, you know, they have the, their pre-owned games and their pre-owned market and everything. And that's and the exchange and places like exactly, that. Exactly. That those are largely. Local chains where, like, uh, the exchange has a few places, like, between here and, like, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) I think they have, (laughs) like, eight stores total. There's not a whole lot. Uh, So, it's regional chains and stuff like that, not national and international chains like GameStop is. Um, And that's uh, kind of their pre-owned competition. There's not a whole lot there. No. Um, And then uh, with, uh, you know, selling new consoles. In selling new games, you do have competition with chains like Target and Walmart, but at the same time, you don't have the specific knowledge. You don't have the expert knowledge, if you will, that you would if you go to a specialized store like GameStop. Right. You would stop in, pick up a game, and the cashier might say something like, oh, yeah, you know, a, my friend's been playing this, or my kid's been playing this, or whatever. It looks kind of neat, or whatever. Like, But they aren't going to be able to say, like, hey, you know, do, do you have... Do you have your online s- subscription? Do you have PlayStation Plus cuz this is going to be online only. Uh and they they don't have that sort of knowledge uh per se. Some of them do. I'm <laughs> I know somebody out there at Walmart is cursing me right now. But <laughs> um <laughs> it, it, it's just um that that specific knowledge is really what you uh, look for as far as that goes and it's not something that you're going to see on internet retailers um, and it's not something that you can see at big chains like Target and Because Walmart. they're
0: typically electronics in general. They can't sure. know about every single game because sure. they it, have to know I about mean, the TVs. Target, Walmart's and Walmart's
1: selling peppers and tomatoes as well. You exactly. Know? <laughs> They've got groceries to take care Someone of. Someone
0: working produce could be working electrics the next day. Yeah. They don't know.
1: Right. So I mean it, it's just uh, I don't know. I, I really hope that this sort of project helps GameStop stick around. If GameStop were to have some competition, I'd be okay with that too because that does kind of bother me occasionally that I'm like what's going on? Oh no. Oh, oh no. my goodness. Look we have a is.
0: special guest. Get Look you some seat and join us. It's all good. It's all Hi. good. It's all
1: good in the hood, you know. Oh. It's
0: all oh. good in the hood. Oh, hey. hey, that's oh. Matthew
1: Turner's voice that just showed up by the way, fellas. Howdy
0: stranger. Hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you yeah. haven't missed much, Matt. We have literally talked about one topic in a couple spinoffs from that topic. So we well. talked about
0: gamers. Yep. Which will be the question of the day. Don't worry, I got oh, a good one. You line. got it. You got a question. I got excellent. a question. <laughs> I don't. That's so, fine.
1: <laughs> excellent job. Well, <laughs> First time hosting. Yeah, no right? question. Welcome um, to my seat. Ooh, like we literally it. did. This a, is how this feels.
0: You wow. can't see it, but we literally did a rotation. Eamon's nope. in Matt's seat. Matt's in my seat, and Cockwise. I'm in Eamon's seat.
2: This I'm, I'm, I'm bound to like you know.
0: Put your foot up, relax. Oh, I out. could. Yeah, oh, you no, can. There you, there you go. There you go. Good time. Good. All right, amen. Game Trust, obviously, we trust you as the GameStop employee. What's the next topic on our wonderful list? What's the next
1: topic? Well, going off from there, Uh, like I said, Insomniac Games is probably the big uh, partner for Game Trust, Obviously. Um, Now, Insomniac Games is actually very busy this year. What? Um, I don't know if you guys have been keeping track of it so much, but at the moment they have five games scheduled for release this year. Five games. They are an individual, they, they are an independent company, an independent developer and they have five games releasing. Not only are they five games, but they are five very different games. So yes, Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Clank. We Song of that the release. Deep. Song of the Deep. So, just, just to slow down there. Okay. Slow down. <laughs> so we got so Ratchet and Clank is your traditional third-person action platformer. Yeah. Right. With guns. We're, we're familiar with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Song of the Deep is a 2D Metroidvania style game yeah. um that's not opera. it's kind of a side scroller but it is also free form in that you're not there's no gravity exactly you're you're st- in a submarine in the you're ocean floating. yeah so uh, there's that and then uh the, the next one we have on here let's see the formatting is really bizarre on this web documents <laughs> um google docs
0: you're not gonna copy right? and paste
1: thanks uh Edge of Nowhere, Edge of is Nowhere, coming out yep. in June. They just uh, confirmed the release date for that, and that is an Oculus Rift game, What? third-person Oculus Rift Lovecraftian horror. Did you say
0: third-person? It's weird that he. Yeah, right. Third-person. <laughs> third VR. VR. They're the, the only person... ones like
1: touching third-person VR, which I think is kind of neat. I'll see. We'll see. It's what very happens. surreal. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like a ghost following the guy. Just uh, What are you going to do uh, now? Careful. Over your shoulder. <laughs>
1: What's Over going sh- on? Over
0: your shoulder.
1: It's kind of been described as like a l- Tomb Raider kind of oh, a f- okay. a feel as far as that goes, but in a VR kind of setting where I think it's ca- maybe like a fixed camera position and then you can move your head around within that environment um, Sounds to neat. look around. Yeah. It- it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And like I said, it's uh, an adaptation of a Lovecraft short story. Um, so it does have those horror monster elements, those mm-hmm. eldritch elements. Um, the good uh, stuff. Right. So uh, even right now, uh, we still have two games left, and we're already pretty diverse yeah. <laughs> as far as what we have.
0: Well, they have another VR game, don't they? They have two VR they have
1: two more VR games. Oh, three VR they games They have a total, total of three VR games. Yeah, Ooh. so we already said Song of the Deep, uh, which comes out in July. And then we have Feral Rites mm-hmm. which just got announced as well. And that is a third-person adventure brawler. So it's a beat em up. So I'm going to have to go to that uh, one. kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, now, I believe that's also Oculus oriented. So good luck finding an Oculus Rift. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope they make that they should adaptable. Make it, yeah. Yeah. I would think that they could. Like a setting to turn on.
0: Right. <laughs> a switch
1: um, to flip. So, yeah. And that, again, very different from the other ones. Uh, it is still a third person, like um, our uh, Edge of Nowhere. Mm hmm. Um, but it is a very different gameplay style at the same time, and it's very different visually, too, where you have this Arctic setting in Edge of Nowhere, and you have these very vibrant, almost, like, jungle-like co- stuff. For, I, I did see for the trailer for this brights. one. Yeah, it's very uh, pretty. Yeah. So a very bright colors versus a very mm-hmm. dulled kind of mm-hmm. experience. Uh, the last one that we have on here is The Unspoken, which is a first-person spellcaster game. Uh, not to be confused with Lichdom Battle. I was about to say it sounds like <laughs> Lichdom Battle Mage. I hope it's better than Lichdom
0: Battle Mage. <laughs> you had some people that were excited for Lichdom Battle Mage.
1: Bless their hearts, I did. Um, yeah. So, the, oh, do you yeah. know
2: about Lichdom Battle Mage? I've heard of it. I haven't actually looked at it because it never it's, sounded it's good. It's
0: Skyrim, with only the magic bits. Yeah, it's terrible. But yeah,
1: no, but no mana bar. So, infinite I mean, Man. You you, ki- you like combine spells to perform super spells or something. This is a really like, an awesome like,
0: idea. Yeah, but it looks like it's Skyrim without the magic in 2016. <laughs> it's or with only the magic in 20. So what you're saying is I need to go play this. It, it's sure. already on
1: PC. It's been on PC for like a year or something. I might need um, to play you this. You can pick it up on your Xbox One now too, though. Yeah. There you oh go. joy. Oh yes. Uh, no, it it looks special. Uh, but, but the VR game. But the VR game, yeah, it, it's, it, it is a VR experience, but it does look very similar to that where, uh, you, from what I saw, you had, like, two hands. Each hand has, like, a different spell attached yeah. to it and everything. And uh, both those last two games, both uh, The Unspoken and Feral Rights, are both coming out this fall at the okay. same time. So they have a huge schedule this year. They do? Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge. They're, um, it's going to be huge. 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 Um, they're
0: so really breaking into know, VR, like, both gonna be a feet on the ground.
2: It's going to be announced at E3. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> Probably. Right. It's going to yeah. come out holidays. Well, they,
1: they, have enough, they have enough games uh, coming out. I mean, that's more than Bethesda. They could have their own conference. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they might as well have their own <laughs> conference. They, they might. You Sunday. never yeah.
1: know. Do the, we know the conferences? For yeah, yet? we know the conferences. Okay. They're not on there. No, no, they aren't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, but they could, and that's the point. Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> they should. They have more than Bethesda, but Bethesda has a conference. Like, why? Because of full up
1: <laughs> but it's, uh, Probably because of Elder Scrolls, let's the, be honest. The big thing, though, is that not only are there a lot of them, they're very diverse. They are. They're, they're very I diverse. Mean, that's not something where they're they're sharing elements so much.
0: Well, I mean, even their VR um, games each sound unique.
1: Yeah, and, and I think each of those offer experiences for VR that we haven't heard a whole lot about. I no. think that those are things that could definitely be interesting within VR and hopefully sell VR. Uh, I think Insomniac's going to be... A bigger name than has been, even though it's (laughs) been pretty big already. Um, And whether or not they'll continue doing uh, independent stuff or publishing with uh, Game Trust or whether um, they're going to continue doing stuff with Sony like they have in the past. Um, Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, If if they're partnering with uh, Oculus Rift and Facebook a lot with that, um, maybe that's going to be the way they go. Or maybe they'll just float around like they always have. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll get a Sunset Overdrive sequel someday. I don't know. I think you that'll
2: know. be eventually. I think that one will happen. <laughs> Sunset
1: one. Two, it's happening. Oh yeah,
2: it's Sunset Underdrive. <laughs>
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Unterdrive. That's <laughs> <Auf laughs> Deutsch. The <Yeah>. Unterdrive. <laughs> <laughs> unterfahren. Yeah. Um... That's beautiful though. Howdy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um... without the powers. <laughs> None. No power. Welcome to the world of walking. You see, yeah, Sunset Overdrive was this uh, very brightly colored, uh, almost cel shaded kind of animation. And Underdrive is going to be this dark and gritty shades of brown that you go type and, you, thing. and you go think, through the mock metro. All right. You, you think Metro Last Light, Metro 2033? Mm, that's what we're talking about here. That's such a good word. <laughs> very good.
0: That's right, you've got the Metro Anthology collection. I have Metro Metro I have Metro
2: and Metro Last Light on Xbox 360, 100% of them both. I have the Metro Reduxes for Xbox One. Yep. Hundred percent of them both. Like they are like some of my favorite games.
1: I need I still need to pick them They're up. It's so I have, dark I have, and
2: gritty, it's like the best. It's I have fir- Ar- First Light.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have First Light as a PlayStation Plus game. But I haven't gotten Redux yet. i on I played last light first this. and then I played. A oh, very long time. Yeah, How's the second Metal Gear first. Solid
0: five working for you?
1: Um what about three? You know, oh, that's like, right. That's the real question. My bad. Jeez, yeah um it's i right. still haven't beat kirby's adventure yet. it's
2: okay i have uh, alien isolation since uh, thanksgiving Still so mm. haven't touched it i have dark souls 2 i have
1: <laughs> well you see you're, you're behind the times now alien isolation has pinball now it does what so it has well, a pinball
0: stage on uh pinball vx yeah, yeah whatever the or whatever it is. game is on I need to play that game that. so bad
1: yeah it's good it's still good after all this time it's still good still um, fresh but yeah so uh insomniac definitely huge um but uh, moving on, we do have uh, Ken Levine. Uh, Something that will got... give you
0: insomnia.
1: Yeah. Oh! <laughs> right. um, now
0: you've heard about this, right? Mm, what is it? The Ken, Ken Levine. Ken Levine, no.
1: the uh, creator of Bioshock. Um, let's see. He got his start kind of on uh, System Shock 2 yep. back in the day. Uh, Way he's back created, when. uh or been in charge of uh, Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Um, he... You know, downsized his company and everything, Uh, Irrational Studios after Bioshock Infinite came out. um, Downsized a lot. Said he wanted to kind of get into a more indie atmosphere uh, despite still being under 2K Um, and all of that. Now, this isn't part of that, but that's kind of the mindset that he's been in anyway, that he's Mm -hmm. looking at the smaller development.
0: Very indie, very Um, experimental. Right. Okay. Uh,
1: But now he has been um, reached by Interlude Entertainment. Who does uh, kind of like short films, TV series, some movies and stuff like that, um, but more on the film side of things than games. Um, he's been approached by them to do a Twilight Zone interactive series. Um, well, they haven't said quite exactly what that means. No. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> sounds sim- like uh, with with it being an interactive series, it almost sounds like what we've ex- come to expect from Telltale. Which. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that. Is ultimately what it's going to be. I'm getting weird vibes
0: of um, oh that sci-fi show that totally bombed, oh. Defiance. Like when I hear interactive series, I think Defiance.
1: Yeah, it's just going to have a companion game. That's it.
0: Yep. Oh man, I can see it. But, I mean, I could see that. Like a yeah, Telltale's like, sure, a Twilight I, I Zone game and you know, the show.
1: That's what I was expecting out of Quantum Break, actually, because they kept I saying that. That Quantum Break has this live-action interactive TV show. Uh, that's in it Does with, it really? Uh, it boiled down to live action cutscenes. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't say that. It's Probably because live action cutscenes is a good way for no one to buy your game. But
0: not uh, if we're in the '90s and playing PC games. Excuse is you. '90s. Is Where's Billy D. Williams in my Supreme Commando games?
1: Well, hello. Amen. Hello, hello, hello. Um, <laughs> I'm right those here. Were right so there.
0: stupid.
1: Exactly. I love those games though. They were what, so much what's fun. not to like? You know what's not to like. Um, But yeah, so it it is kind of weird where they've said that it's supposed to be a mix between TV and video games where uh, how can how did Levine put it that you uh, when you're watching television or when you're watching a movie, you're way back sitting back in your chair all relaxed watching your show. But when you're playing a game, you're all leaned up and close, and you're into the action. And that's what he's hoping to achieve here is somewhere in between, where you might be more laid back, like you are in a TV series, but your brain is engaged, is what he's. So said. how I play games normally? <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> so I
2: literally have my feet normal. propped up with like a normal, pizza next to me, said. and like yeah. sideways on my couch
1: uh-huh. playing games. But I'll tell you, my ge- my brain is in it. I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, yeah, then, when I know that that's kind of Ken Levine's thing as far as that goes. Ken Levine has made some excellent games, clearly, but he does get a little into the theatrics. Yeah. Very much <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll call it a- auteur. <laughs> he's very auteur. There's no better <laughs> word for Ken Levine than auteur. <laughs> so that's kind of the mindset that he's in uh, where everything he does is unique. Well, um, I mean, look at
0: Bioshock Infinite.
1: Oh, it's they, something.
0: They did Revenge of the Jedi. Back and <laughs> forth, you know. back and forth.
1: Uh, so that's kind of what they've been saying with it. And, uh, so and having that as a Twilight Zone thing, I think that could work. You see, I don't know. Because
0: like, when he says he's trying to get your brain more engaged, mm-hmm. I think jump scares, personally. And the one thing Twilight <laughs> Zone has never that's succeeded on interesting interpretation is jump of, scares. Uh, it was with a VR, though. It might get you. Okay, but like think Bioshock. <laughs> I don't th- Bioshock I don't think had w- jump scares.
1: That's not what gets your brain engaged, though. I-, I think what he means by that is more of the bits of Bioshock Infinite that we had where it was about multiverse theory and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Th- he I, wants uh, me to think? Right. Yeah. Exactly. He wants <laughs> Which is you, what Twilight Zone does best. He wants you to strain a little bit as far as the brain goes. <laughs>
2: I want to be a mindless zombie playing <laughs> video <Boo>. games. <laughs> yes. <Boo>.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe engage yourself a little bit like a puzzle here it's and It's like there. what that's we it, were though.
1: talking about with various types of gamers. <laughs> That's true. There's various types of interpretation. You have, you have Ken Levine, and then you have Matthew Turner. Um, <laughs> both unique in their own right. I just that's no, shoot fine. stuff. That's fine. <laughs> but, uh, I I think that, that could work with Twilight Zone, though. I, I I it it might reach scary door territory. If it's
0: scary door, I'll love it forever. <laughs> right. I mean, you're passing the scary door.
1: It could either get really serious or it could just be hilarious. I
0: mean, point. the Twilight Zone's been around
1: for, like, 50 years. Like I think that's generous. Yeah. Uh, not ge- no, that's less than generous. That's underestimating. That's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been longer than 50. I yes. It started in the 60s. I, I want to say it was before that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was... Oh, gosh.
0: A long time ago. But it's yes. been around for decades. Continue. The, mo- the movie is infamously horrible. Oh, yeah. There's a um. movie. You know, yeah. <laughs> 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 There's a color television series, too. Yeah. And it was hosted by Forrest Whitaker. And what? One of, the, one of the most classic <laughs> episodes on it. The
1: 2000s were great. Was Katherine
0: right. he Heigl. Has, uh, Catherine Heigl of 27 Dresses and Grey's Anatomy has to kill baby Hitler. That was an episode of what the new happened Twilight, to the Twilight Zone? Zone.
1: Like it was so good. T- two thousand two to two thousand three was the uh, remake. Uh, Fifty nine to sixty four. Okay, so it was about the sixties. Yeah. It was uh, give or take. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: S- um. So it's it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I think we're at a point where I mean, when you think Twilight Zone, the most prolific episode for me, at least, is the William Shatner. It's on the plane wing episode, (laughs) uh huh, yeah, and the the, uh, gremlin, the gremlin or whatever, you know, when they're all smoking and they have the little drapes (laughs) that they can pull apart, like, oh, there's something on the airplane. It's Uh, you can have some fun with Twilight Zone. Why
1: should I believe you? You're Hitler. Uh, (laughs) Futurama, wow, Uh, so good.
0: (laughs) Well, at least I know Braille.
1: Eva Braun, help help me. Yeah, and that, well, that's the other big episode too. The uh, the guy who locks himself in the bank vault mm-hmm. during the nuclear apocalypse comes out, and he's like, "I have all this time to read." And then he breaks his glasses, and he can't read anymore. It's yeah, very tragic. <laughs> um, but then the future out <laughs> episode's <it's> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue, the tongue pops popped. To wow, um, <laughs> but, uh, well, my vision's not that bad. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, but I mean, w- w- when you think about that sort of thing, I mean. I, I could see something where you could have an episode of this. Um uh, not to say that they're adapting their thing. I'm no. sure they're doing working on original content for I mean it. he is also a writer, it should be noted. Right. Right. He's yeah, not just a he, he is being asked to write and direct. Yes. is the uh is the tone here. Um whether that means write and direct for a video game telltale thing or some sort of TV series if it's an American idol like texture Whatever <laughs> so you want what to see next, next week, happen. text it yeah. in now. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he should die? Text it in. Um, <laughs> I really hope not. no. Uh, <laughs> who text that's,
0: that's the thing. If they do end up doing this, it cannot be a long narrative. It has to be week by week. Yeah, because a long narrative Twilight Zone just will not work.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, e- e- even if you are releasing episodes and stuff, they need to. You need to be able to like beat them within an hour. Yeah kind of deal. Um now you might have like 12 episodes released over the course of your season or whatever. And it that's might fine. Be. Um yeah, uh, that w- that's your own decision. Um, but as far as like think about think about the those Twilight those classic Twilight zone episodes. So uh, we're thinking about Bill Shatner. Yeah. and his Old Billy. classic classic acting. Um <laughs> that's what you want to call it. There's something on the wing. Um <laughs> ah, Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, but <laughs> Crazy, no. Um, <laughs> but you think about that, and it, you have a game around a similar premise where you're playing as this character, and you have to m- uh, potentially choose dialogue paths to convince other people on the plane. But no it, matter it what path it's said
0: in Bill puzzle. Shatner's voice, so no <laughs> regard- one's going to believe you.
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd play it. I mean, I'd play it. Yeah, I. Get There's Bill something Shat- on the plane, on board. Uh, Bill. Um, He's got to have at least a guest role, <laughs> right? Right. Speak uh, tangent, but um <laughs> oh, goody so Star Trek actors. Uh, did you catch the um, X Men
0: trailer? I didn't, thing? No.
1: Yeah, uh, they. Uh, Please tell me it's, it's not
0: George Takei. It is. Oh,
1: it is. Uh, George Takei, uh narrates um, a fake oh. documentary in the footsteps of. Yeah, mm-hmm. for so, uh, Apocalypse. Yes, for yeah. uh, for the Apocalypse, and they did something I, I did similar see. back in uh, Days of Future Past, where they did like. Weird historical looking documentaries Mm -hmm. using putting it through a bad filter. Um, (laughs) but uh, what this is actually a parody of, um, gosh, uh, it's I can't remember the name of the show, but it was a similar idea where each episode was like a little documentary sort of deal. Um, and it was narrate. the opening was narrated in that same style, Mm -hmm. um, by Spock (laughs) Leonard
0: (laughs) (laughs) Leonard Nimoy,
1: yes. Uh th- so that uh, it was a very direct reference to that it's like well we can't get Lena Nimoy obviously <laughs> so we need another good narration voice from the Star Trek cast they got George Takei there it's great whenever it's, it's fabulous like, did
0: you hear about the Star Trek cameo i mean we're down to 3 at the moment Uhura? It it's now, Hura, it's, uh, it's always a Hura. i mean yeah, she's always doing time. i think that's the, fine, the last cameo i saw her on was on episode of comic book men hmm. on amc that's the last time up i've seen from her time to
1: time yeah. Yeah. Interviews and stuff a lot of times. time. I haven't yeah. seen her in a long time. It's been a bit.
0: Well, she was cool. also in uh, Roscoe's or Welcome
1: Home Roscoe Jenkins oh. as the mom. And Tikei is obviously really active and everything and with all the Quesa
0: Lupa commercials. Right. Yes. And Bill yeah. Shatner's still trying to tell people anything. he's a real actor.
1: Right. I haven't seen uh, I Bill around in a long time. <laughs> I know
0: he's got a TV show on like TM or TCM or something, mm-hmm. and it's just like talking to other actors. But sure, like sure. give us a video game with him. But yes. Bill. Bill, beyond Twilight Zone <laughs> the video game.
1: Beyond Twilight Zone. Please, write an episode. <laughs> right. Please.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows your movies were the best Star Trek movies. Is, they were. Alright, they were. Why does God need a spaceship?
1: <laughs> uh, give me a second. I gotta ooh, I gotta recuperate. <laughs>
0: they
1: yeah, were so terrible. yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so I, I could see Twilight Zone working like that. I'm not saying it's going to. No. It might not. It could be terrible. But just like many things, there's a potential for good. Any game there's that could potential potentially evil that
0: could potentially have me play as William Shatner or Mickey Rooney, has me definitely invested. What's not in to it. like? I don't yeah, know. What's not to
2: like? I want to play as Steve Buscemi. I want a video game where <laughs> <laughs> I want to play as
0: Steve Buscemi. <laughs> well, you have that Mafia Three, It's <laughs> aka Boardwalk Empire. Uh, all right, right, enough.
1: close enough. I want his voice though in it. So we're, we're rapidly approaching the end of our show today. Okay. Um, I've, I've got two more things uh, to go over real quick. Um, pretty simple stuff. Do you want to ask the question so we yes, can uh, pull question, that over? Yes, okay, I will ask the question because then we also it, have shoot. the Nintendo news to yep. just throw in there.
0: Yep. Okay. So
1: we've talked about the,
0: the wonderful different gamers. We've all encountered a plethora of different gamers my question is what is your worst gamer experience like encountering just that absolute worst, worst gamer person oh the worst! i know one you've worked at gamestop so i know you've got i know one. what story i'm going to share yeah
1: you. i play online games all the time so exactly I've them all. <laughs> he's got this <laughs> all right so uh w- what we're going to do here uh, I- i've got a little thing about a game called all walls must fall uh, it's from a independent studio named In Between Games. It is an alternate universe game where the Berlin Wall never fell and the Cold War never end, ended. And it's like in 2089. Yes, like it's a, 2089. Cold War is still going strong. Um, and it's set in Germany, in Berlin. Um, and it's kind of like a top-down strategy game, mm-hmm. from what I've gathered. Uh, they haven't said a whole lot about it. It was just announced. But on an unaired episode of the Gaming Mall, we did talk about historical games. We did, sadly, uh, (laughs) unaired. It got corrupted, and there's just no recovering
0: it. We're like a good episode of Doctor Who. You'll never hear us again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, But in that same sort of vein that we uh, we talked about, not that you would know. I know know you hate Doctor Who. I hate Doctor Who. (laughs) I don't blame you. It's okay. The Daleks are coming.
2: The Daleks are coming.
1: Would you like some tea?
2: (laughs) Stick Um, a magnet on their thing. They're good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, yeah,
2: my one weakness.
1: Uh, no, uh, just, uh, just that this is another uh, upcoming indie historical game. game, Yeah a, a historical indie game, uh, and something to keep an eye out for. It sounds interesting. In I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, big news out of Microsoft, uh, j- like an hour before we got in yeah, here, literally, like breaking. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft has announced that they are going to end production of the 360. 360s will end production this year or sometime. Yeah, this
2: year. Yep. This I didn't year. know they're still making them.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but that's that's essentially what they said is right. We, we're not going to produce a decades old console anymore. Yeah, it's been, it's been like, a long printing time. Printing like two a day, like probably.
1: <laughs> well, and uh, again, this is something that we're, uh, smaller markets mm-hmm. might be seeing. Um, I know, uh, like Aiden and I discussed before coming in here, the PS2 didn't stop production until like 2010 or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something. And like crazy.
0: the last game was like. FIFA 2013. Oh, yeah. For yeah. PS2? For PS2.
1: No, it was like a year ago. Oh, well,
2: it was 2014. Yeah. <laughs> it was
0: like, it was yeah. FIFA 2015 yeah, was the last right. game because it was now, for th- the, uh, those, Europe.
1: Those were games that were only released in places uh, like. Yeah. It was for, for Europe, in Europe. Uh, and and uh it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> South American uh, locations. And uh, the PS2 actually is still purchased in South American locations. That's why GameStop started taking them again. Fun fact. Um, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So, the 360, you know, definitely stopping a little before the PS2 did in that way. Not nearly as much uh, overlap, Mm -hmm. Um, which is fine. I don't remember the last time I've seen a new 360 come into my store. It's been a long time. Um, But the servers are going to remain up because we do have that backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Xbox
0: Live will still be on.
1: Xbox Live is still going to be up um, for the games that are backwards compatible and everything. And you should be able to actually purchase them now. I believe, because yes, you it, can purchase up until codes. like last month. Mm. It was you had to purchase it on your 360 and then access it on your Xbox. Yeah, one. they've changed that up now. Yeah, they they've made it the available on your Xbox One, so you can download all that. And I mm. assume that's part of this initiative that they're just phasing out the Xbox One because you don't need it anymore. The new 360. Backwards compatible. Uh, yeah, 360. Yeah, misspoke. Uh, <laughs> wow. We're not phasing out the one. The extremist
2: over there don't need the one anymore.
1: Uh. <laughs> No, that's later this year when uh, the four, the PS4K and the Xbox 1. Point one point point 1.5, five, five, whatever. Xbox 2. Exactly. <laughs> Xbox 2. Um,
0: we did one full rotation with the 360. Then we did another. Now we're doing yeah. two more.
1: <laughs> it's fun. Um, oh, so, the, yeah, the Xbox 360 uh, definitely phased out in that way. And I think part of the reason why it's phasing out a little sooner than the PS2 did is because we have this backwards compatibility. Yeah. Um. At least for uh, big markets like the States and most of Europe. Um, Are they still making PS3s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I imagine PS3s will still... Uh, They'll probably stop for soon after
2: four, the 4.5, probably a year after two.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd expect maybe, yeah, two, three years, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but for sure. And they haven't said anything about whether or not they're going to try to keep up um, digital services for it. Um I know initially they were saying, honestly, a lot of people back when Xbox One and PS4 were coming out, they were saying 2015 was going to be the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Um, where in 2016, everything's still going. So, who knows? Um, I think they just <laughs> didn't sell as much as they were hoping I, to. Yeah, I, I think they keep pushing it back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think if uh, PS4 was backwards compatible, I think we'd see the PS3 being phased out a little sooner. Yeah. Like that. Um but they Microsoft did say that oh, the remaining stock of three sixties will still be sold, but it will be sold in smaller markets. Yep. Largely. Uh that mm-hmm. they, they will see precedent over um over bigger markets where you can actually buy an Xbox One. Because yeah. you've you had know you chance. have the money. Um <laughs> Well and they're on sale all the time. Today. Yeah. But uh Aiden, do you wanna go over the Nintendo stuff? Yes, for, we had yeah.
0: a weird little spring <laughs> Nintendo direct almost <laughs> of yeah. It was it was just the like production guy. Like he's, we've never really seen him before, and I understand why he is horrible in front of the camera. <laughs> and he's just like, yes, yeah, so we have a lot of licenses coming out, and we figured we'd make this quick little video to show you all of them. And it was like, one was um, block theater or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's not b- battle block theater,
1: sadly. It's like
0: block theaters, like a block thumper or something, where it's just like you're shooting blocks, and it Brilliant. goes. It's and
1: th- this was specifically about their eShop. Too, yes, it was there. only eShop so download, downloads. download stuff for 3DS and Wii U. And it was like
0: uh Axiom Verge, which Axiom were,
1: Verge is getting that, uh Meat Boy. Okay. Meat Boy. Yep. Um so a, a couple of ports like that. Yeah, yeah, and
0: then the the most important ones were like um Star Fox. They're saying, check that out on Friday. It's coming out on Wii U and you know. Do it. Do it, please. Buy it. Um <laughs>
1: please help. There's so much in it.
0: Uh, <laughs> you're getting two whole games. Uh Azure Gunbolt two is coming out, which was the it's the sequel to the one done by Game Freak, which is okay. essentially it's Mega Man by Game Freak. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and then they had Monster Hunter Generations. Yeah, yep, showed off a little bit yep. of that. Not much. much but no, summer. literally just <laughs> that is coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's coming um, out, they think,
2: this summer, but they won't say for no,
0: sure. No, it's coming out this summer.
2: <laughs> they won't say for sure, though. They're like, end or beginning? For the U.S.? Yeah, yes. For summer. the U.S.
0: It's already out in Japan. Monster
1: Hunter X
2: there.
0: Yeah.
1: See, uh, that's how far behind I am on Monster Hunter.
0: I played four. Can't keep it straight. So, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Yay. yay. You, yay. You, you keep Spencer's heart warm with you playing Monster oh, Hunter.
2: i out, man. I'm um, going to tell
1: him he needs to play a lot more Monster
2: Hunter with you, you,
1: you with Monster Hunter, and uh, I've started playing Final Fantasy XIV, so, you know between the two of us i'll be in florida so i'll just play magic with him
0: (laughs) and then we'll cover all of his different cravings Uh Uh (laughs) um look at his fix (laughs) yeah exactly look at all of his fixes um but yeah no that's really it the rest of it was just like little like check this game like shantae's like the genie and the shantae they're still making shantae 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 games yeah there's a new shantae game that's getting a port
1: i was trying to remember what that game was that you were talking about like anti-tetris thing
0: yeah, like that was the first one. Yeah. I can't for life of me remember the name well, of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: there's like a m- this multicolored wall coming down, and you have to select same color blocks and, and line them
0: up and shoot them. And yeah, they called it like the first big action puzzler since like the since a-
1: the Super Nintendo yeah. was the claim. Which I was like, huh? What do you mean action puzzle? Like just... just one of these things
0: is not like the other. One <sighs> of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah.
1: Uh, i don't know what that means i don't you know. know
0: mortal don't Kombat know. had some nice action puzzlers just that, give me tetris yeah. no just no it didn't it's <laughs> like saying shaolin monks was a good game it was what? stop <laughs> what no one likes mortal Kombat beat 'em ups right yeah <laughs> but you know just look out for them they're coming
1: uh yeah and uh, i guess uh the new metroid game federation force uh um, has a release date yeah it's coming out what august what was it
0: yeah august something yeah.
1: Because then also
0: Legion, uh, World of Warcraft Legion, mm-hmm. has a release date. And that's also August. It's like August 20th. Is it
2: just me or people, are uh, companies releasing games a lot faster? I think last year was a lull year. Just okay. and then this Insomniac year,
1: Insomniac Games has five games this year. <laughs> <time.
2: laughs> I feel like they're just like, okay, our employees really can't do another game,
0: so you need to do two more. <laughs> oh, excuse me? <laughs> I, I think it's literally just their and plus, so, a lot yeah. of the stuff that's coming out for like the Nintendo and stuff like There's that. There's a lot of is, new indie places too. So. It's indie, and it's a lot of um, well, ports and.
1: Yeah. And don't don't forget that this is, the analogous year to 2007, if you will. So, two, 2007 was a good year. Two, 2007 was an excellent year. <laughs> I was too young. That <laughs> was uh, th- uh that was two years into the PS3 and 360 being out. Um, and that was when all the big stuff started happening. That was mm. the year of Assassin's Creed. That was the year of Bioshock. Mirror's Edge came out. Yeah, I World that at year, War. Then. All kinds of big stuff. That I remember that. That was the year the rest I got into
2: uh, Call of Duty because of World at War. That's the See? year.
1: See? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, Man, so Assassin's 2007 Creed. was a huge year, and I think this year is also uh, like we've already seen tons of releases mm-hmm. and uh, good releases too, not mm-hmm. just like. I gotta so get a so. second job. Not so just Lich the him. Battle Mage, but other things too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get a second
2: job so I can keep up. <laughs> right.
1: I'm no no jo- I'll I got for on all of that and I still need it. Um Yeah, and so I mean that that is this an, that analogous year. Uh we are two years into it. Um this is the third year going on and it's it's ramping up mm-hmm. and we're getting there. Um, and I think we're going to see by the end of the year, a lot more people will have moved over to the new stuff. Uh, the, the stragglers will, uh, will yeah. catch up. Um, so yeah, are you guys ready for the, uh, for Aiden's question? Yeah. Are you yeah. ready for the answers? Yeah. Who wants to go first? How about you go
0: first, Mr. Hostman? I man? go
1: first. Okay. Well, th- this isn't one that actually happened to me. Oh. Um, this is the story about true gamers is what this is. And it's a Ooh. tale of, uh, my, um my uh, my friend and uh coworker uh his name's Eric he he was ca- coming in one day bless his soul he wasn't even clocked on somebody came in and asked him about uh, bloodborne bloodborne had just come mm-hmm. out and he had just picked up his uh ps4 and it came uh, he got like a bundle with bloodborne or something he had played it for a bit didn't care for it got rid of it uh he's a big call of duty guy though so he picked up call of duty ghost so bloodborne wasn't his that th- yeah, thing sure uh and he does like call of duty a lot uh even though he recognizes it's not necessarily the epitome of gaming uh mm. he he does enjoy playing it um so he, he decided to trade in uh, bloodborne and pick up call of duty instead so this guy comes up to him and asks him about bloodborne um being a human being and also not on the clock uh he decides to go for the honest answer uh <laughs> which he would have in any way honest answers are always a thing yeah um so he, he tells him, you know, I didn't care for it or whatever. I, I uh, ended up trading it in a few days after I got it and ended up picking it at Ghosts instead. Um, and this guy starts getting really upset uh, there, j- right there already. And uh, he's just sort of grumbling to himself. And he, he ends up um, annoying uh, my assistant manager at the time as well. who uh, He says he wants the Game of the Year edition for Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, we pull it out for him, but it doesn't have the right box because it had a gray box mm-hmm. on it or whatever. And he wants the gray box. Um, but we had it in either a green box or one of the black boxes that we have because the box was trashed when we took it in trade. Um, so he, he demands a gray box. So she starts digging around, trying to find a gray box that she can swap it out with to please this guy. And so she's digging around for that, and she eventually finds it, and he decides he doesn't want it at that point. So – Already a great customer, Um, (laughs) but he he doesn't really say anything other than uh, like I I can't believe you guys aren't helping me or whatever. But he leaves. What we get, what we get in the email the next day is um, the response from his uh, survey he decided to take on it. Um, Oh boy! Yes, where he rants about how he thought GameStop only employed uh, true gamers, not Call of Duty gamer wannabes, and he specified as well that. People who play Call of Duty, he wouldn't even qualify as a gamer. That—that's not even—that's not a true that's gamer. A, ga- a gamer poser. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this okay. guy very self-righteous to say the least. Um, so no, he, he sounds pretty level-headed. That, and then he also talks about how my assistant manager refused to help him and ignored his questions. It was just. <laughs> Unbelievable! We printed that email like five times. Each of us took a copy home. I'm sure one of at least one of us has framed it. I'm <laughs> sure because we, we still talk <laughs> about it from time to time. It's just like I can't believe this. Like it's <laughs> incredible. Oh, it's um, beautiful. So this is yes, that's the story of the true gamer. Uh, that is one of many people you could meet if you work at GameStop. So
0: you see, I had I had a likely uh, almost the same <laughs> might have been the same guy. might have been the same guy. I was
1: Noblesville people Well this was in Carmel So maybe I'm saying That's what I'm saying
0: Um, I was working my security job And I had Awful hours Just the absolute worst And I would work from like I mean you guys knew about it I was mm-hmm. working from like Twelve midnight to like yeah. eight in the morning. You, I would always find work the grave. Please on Facebook.
1: Please text me. Here's please my talk number. to me. I, if you don't have my number, here it is. Text me, please. And so
0: <laughs> I was in like I was in the middle of nowhere. My bosses didn't care if I was on my laptop or on my phone. So long as people saw that I was in the car watching their merch, they didn't care what I did in the car. Mm-hmm. Because if someone's trying to steal like a lift at four in the morning, we're actually told let them.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> just to look it, if, no. if they're
0: going to pull like the steamroller out and steal it, I'm, I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> Um, so I went to GameStop. I,
1: I'm imagining Austin Powers. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Out
0: of the way! Out of the way! Out of the way! Uh, wait, go on. So I get my first paycheck, and I pay everything that needs to be paid. And with the extra money, I'm like, you know what? I haven't played some of these old DS games. Sure. Like, I want a good Mega Man, a Yu-Gi-Oh game, you know, something stupid, like a puzzle <laughs> game, yeah. to yeah. keep myself distracted. So I go into my GameStop, and I'm looking around, and I'm picking up, like, you know, I'm listening to this conversation. This guy had to have been in there for like two hours and you could just see on look at the GameStop and play like, Please, for the love of God, just leave. <laughs> just leave, please. Shut up. And he's just I've sitting been there, like, there. And he's just sitting there, talking and talking. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna pick up Dark Souls two. You ever play Dark Souls two? I love Dark Souls two. And yeah, I, it's the Dark Souls. People. It's the Dark Souls. People. I knew it. Um, and he's just going on and on about all these different games. I'm pretty sure he's just looking at like the upcoming games list. And he's just like, "Nah, I'm not gonna get that. But I'll get this. I'm not gonna trash, get this. Trash, trash, mega trash. You know, good, yeah. bad, good, bad. Well, then, like." I guess he just had nothing, decided to take his break. So he goes in the back, like, looking for something. Like, please leave me alone. I'm leaving. Do something. Uh, So he decides to follow me around. (laughs) And he's like, so what are you looking for? (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm just looking at, like, 360 games and one game. since I just got a one. He's like, yeah, I've got a PS4 myself. I really like the PS4. It's really cool. I'm like, I didn't ask. (laughs) Um, And so I go over to the DS games. And he's like, oh. So you're here to pick up DS games. What, Pokemon? I'm like, no, I already own all the Pokemons. I was thinking about picking up, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh game.
1: That's it.
0: That's mm-hmm. it? That's all you said. That that set him off. You're like, oh. Oh, gee, I didn't realize I was talking to, a, like, some... I forget what it was. It wasn't new, but it was close to was new. Was it weeb? It was close to, like, peon. Almost. Pleb? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> troglodyte? <Peon. laughs> that? You're throwing that word around in the year of our Lord 2015? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I, I work long nights and I just figured I'd get something stupid to hang around. Like, yeah, no, no, I get that. Gaming's just stupid to you. Okay, <laughs> I guess we're having back this off. talk. <laughs> so the guy comes back, uh, okay. and I've got like three Yu-Gi-Oh games, all for a grand total. Of, like you guys sell them for like five bucks a pop, yeah. maybe. I mean, a lot of the Yu-Gi-Oh games. And paid. so I just drop them three on there. And he's like, "Wait, you forgot something?" And he throws down. I kid you not, Barbie's Summertime Adventure for the <laughs> DS. He's like, "You know, since you don't really care about gaming, you wouldn't mind picking that up, would you?" I'm like. And I look at the guy, and he's just, like, so... I can see, like, I'm so sorry in his <laughs> eyes. Tears streaming down just, like, his face. Tears.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And I'm just, like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? And I take my games, and I'm, like, I look at the employee, like, at least I can leave, but I'm so sorry I'm so for sorry. you. I take my games and leave, and I'll just you, never forget the guy. You get to drive away. <laughs> you get to drive away. <laughs> oh, you saw the uh, yes. the, uh, the McDonald's apple pie. <laughs> you get to drive away. <laughs> but that was exactly that was pretty much it's it. The same thing. And I was just like, oh, let's just call it the Dark Souls game, or just that guy.
1: Dark oh Souls. yeah, no, I mean every time a Dark Souls game comes out, or even just a From Software game, it doesn't have to be Dark Souls. Uh, You'll we, never get we, it for Armored We arm fear the Midnights. Like oh the min oh my god. Don't the worry. lore discussions. The
2: the armored core community for from software is not like that, don't worry. We we don't do that <laughs> to people. <laughs> don't
1: blame armored core. <laughs> don't blame armored <laughs> core. Armored core is okay. okay. We're a- purists.
2: God. Okay, everyone's met them. You play any online game. The people who act like children
0: Are they children or are what they, they, they
2: even you if they the are children? I don't care. <laughs> like you're playing an online game with people. If you're playing with other people, don't be a jerk. Like Okay, for the, literally the latest one was in Smite. I was playing Changa. My other friend was playing Medusa, and we were both building stacks, which means we need to kill the minions to get powerful. So, what does the Anubis do? That's not doing it. He clears out the waves before we can get to him because he has like one of the highest clears. So I tell him like, "Dude, stop!" He's like, "All right, I'm not gonna play now," because he didn't get to kill the minions. I was like, "Seriously, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you you know the Actually concept of the game. Old. Like, the game needs me to do this. Like, you." are you serious <laughs> and he's like i'm not gonna play now i was just like children i swear like i just want them to have their computers blow up and then to get grounded so they never play <laughs> video games again i have made it my mission to make well, those kids rage quit so they stop playing it, i it, will 1v1 them non-stop and heckle them until they leave alone like just to make my game <laughs> a little better
1: <laughs> if it makes you feel any better <laughs> uh they they probably spend a fortune on headsets because they break them every. They do, yeah. weak I make
2: yeah. them. I get angry. Like I just be mean to them now. Like I'm just like I hope you get hit by a car. They're like, well, you don't say that. I'm like, okay, well, it's you rude, literally man. just it's told me to, like all this random crap that's just as bad. Like I wish I
0: could tell Barbie guy to get hit by a car.
2: <laughs> like I said to him, there's like that's not cool, man. I was like, what's not cool is you ruining my life. Like I just spent 30 minutes on this game, and you threw it for me. Like it's a waste of my time. Like I only have so much time on this earth. I don't want to waste it. Playing with you. (laughs) Right? And I just, it just infuriates me, so I just, like, I'll just, like, leave those and go play, like, single-player games. I I, I, I
1: was about to say, I just, I stick to single-player games, when I don't have
2: that. No, I used to play only multiplayer, now I only play only single-player, and I I dabble (laughs) in multiplayer, like, smite's the only one I do, because I'm better than people. Become jaded. Yeah, I'm yeah. better than people, and I know that, so I <laughs> oh, can, no. like, wreck them.
0: What's absolutely <laughs> worse is fighting game community people would do oh, that. Oh, they're terrible. Because if they rage quit, you don't get the win.
2: Yeah, I don't play fighting games anymore yeah. because of that. I started playing online one time, and then some guy rage quit against me because I destroyed him as do Scorpion.
0: Sma-
1: Smash 4 multiplayer. Uh-huh. Can you even uh-huh. play that? Online? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's uh, For Glory, I think is what i oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's For Glory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I that, just that, don't like children. That's the mm. final
0: destination. Fox only, no items. Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly right. Um, so uh, the money question, I suppose, is: Do you think he plays Dark Souls, man? <laughs> the guy you <laughs> were talking about. Do you think he plays Dark Souls? No, no, no. I no? literally,
2: I asked them, what do they play? Like, I play all these stuff. I'm like, you play any like hard stuff? They go, no. I'm like, oh.
1: D- does okay. he play Barbie? He probably, he probably plays Barbie. Probably. <laughs> 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 yeah, they no, probably do play Barbie. <laughs> no. I, and I, his I, excuse will be, it's thing. for my sister. I swear. <laughs> For the Barbie thing, what you should have done is just, uh, picked it up and just like slid it into his pocket. <laughs> you have, uh, excuse for me, you. Ex- it's a gift. If I
2: had my DS on me at that point, I would have pulled it out and stuck it in after I bought it. And when like, yeah, I love this game.
0: <laughs> See, the sad thing was that Barbie game was more expensive than like the Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> oh, yeah. games I was buying. Yeah. I'm oh, tr- it was I'm pretty sure, it was sure the GameStop
2: employee wouldn't have mind whatever, like yeah. you buying that and like showing him up and like playing it and then returning it. Like yeah, he'd
0: probably
1: been like, day, be "That's awesome." This was a joke. Um, <laughs> Please but,
0: apologize to the employee that was working at this time. Right. Not for me. I don't know who it was, but tell him I'm sorry. He's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps us up today, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Do you, anyone have any closing statements? That we're good? Next we week good?
0: will be a special week, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully.
1: We're going we're gonna, to, again, we're going to try to get a hold of Spencer Neaton. Yep. Uh, Ooh, for yeah, our final maybe, show. Maybe get him to Ooh, skype get the in whole with gang. Us. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. You know, I could rile reminisce. him up again.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> <Could> set fires <laughs> right? underneath <laughs> him like The entire I used show to. <laughs> could be
1: uh, him and I just arguing <laughs> the entire time. Oh, I can get do um, it done. It. It'll be like it he's here. Right? It's like he never left. He's in our hearts. Right? Well, I think that concludes it for today, guys. We will see you next week. Ooh, Have laters. a good day. Bye.